You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Happy Labor Day, uh, belated. We uh, just finished that weekend, so um, I know I'm refreshed and rejuvenated, so uh, I hope you are as well. And uh, today we are going to talk about going from singlehood to couplehood. And I know this is probably a topic that's going to touch a lot of people because, as I mentioned, Labor Day just wrapped up. And so a lot of people just finished wedding season. And uh, there's a lot of newly hitched couples out there. So hopefully um, this podcast, this episode will help ease that transition. Um, so let me let me give you a little scenario here, Noel. Um as a couple, as an individual, you're really thrilled. You you, you finally walked down the aisle. You found uh, Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright, and y- you're you're hitched. Um, but it didn't take long, really, before you started feeling a little cramped because all of a sudden you have all these new obligations and resp- responsibilities that you never really thought of before, such as. Uh, you know, the other person's parent is sick. And so you got to go to the hospital. Uh, you guys need a new computer or your, your husband or wife needs a new computer. And so they want your opinion on it. You know, these are decisions they were making all by themselves for their entire life, uh, until you got hitched. And now all of a sudden your opinion matters that much more. Um, and really you're beginning to feel a little scared you know, claustrophobic and also a little frustrated because you were waiting for that happily ever after part, but now you find yourself with all these new responsibilities weighing you down. Uh, So, uh, you know, you're really happy that you're married, uh, but how do you go about being a happy couple? I think the first thing, Steve, is to recognize that a couple is not composed of two single people with a plus sign in the middle. (laughs) A couple really is its own being, if you will, its own entity. And that's just fancy words to say that you now have impact. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Whether you want to or not. So, you know, as, as a gal, there I am staring at the new shoes that are on sale that I just absolutely have to have. And so I buy them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, I get an extremely irate husband walking through the door <laughs> at the end of the day because he took clients to lunch. And when he dragged out his debit card, guess what? There weren't no fun. Yeah. He was embarrassed as all heck. Or, you know, um, you're late to the family dinner. Okay? In your family, that's not a big whoop. As a matter of fact, it's sort of counted on that people are going to be late. <laughs> yeah. But in his family, that's a big, fat no-no. And he's just had to endure the last 20 minutes of, you know, oh, so she's like that, is she? You know, or whatever kind of berating that, that, that the family comes up with. Yeah. And, and it's, it's all that kind of thing where, as a single, well, 
I mean, you knew there was basically money in the accounts. You bought your shoes, and your family wasn't that uptight about late, so whatever, you know. Or, or to take it even one step further is you, you run into a girlfriend while you're at work or whatever, and you guys decide you're going to spend the next Saturday brunch together. You don't bother to say anything to your husband because, frankly, Saturdays he usually goes off and plays golf. And then he says, well, I am going off to play golf, and you have to stay home for the plumber. Mm. And you're going, what plumber? <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, it's, it's that where you have impact. You can't just, and it can feel claustrophobic. It can absolutely feel like, whoa, wait a minute. Marriage was supposed to expand me. I mean, I did this to, to have more in my life, not have less. Yeah. Or feel less, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and the more you weren't counting on was sitting and waiting for the plumber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. You were thinking about, you know, going to Sedona for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, um, I mean, obviously, getting married, you now have impact on each other. Um, how do you translate that into the practicalities? How do you deal with it on a day-to-day basis? Well... It's, it's going to sound complicated, but it's actually simple. It's, you have to keep the conversation going and always invite your beloved into your decision-making process. That sounds like, oh, great. Now if I want to buy a pair of shoes, I have to think about it ahead of time, and we have to have a conversation, and he's not going to understand why I absolutely cannot live without these you know, new fashion high-style shoes. <laughs> it, it, it's really not that bad. It's more about remembering that you have a mate. So it's more like, you know, using Twitter, your private tweet thing, of course, not the public one, sure. or texting, or just grabbing the phone. I mean, it, 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 or remembering, you know, it's not a big deal. And if anything, it absolutely will delight your partner to be involved in your day-to-day, and it will delight you. Because one of the things I found when I researched uh, my, for my book, Your Man is Wonderful, Steve, mm-hmm. is that couples who are really, really happy, okay, have a, an enormous friendship between themselves. And that friendship is based on trust. A large part of trust is keeping each other in the loop. And it was fascinating to me when I did the research, Steve, because I thought, well, doesn't a woman have to keep herself mysterious at least a little bit? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Maybe as to what lingerie are you wearing here. <laughs> but not in the, in the, if you will, what is your day-to-day? What is going on with you? Because there, mystery leads to confusion. Confusion leads to upset. Okay. So, again, it's not complicated. It's just more than anything remembering, oh, that's right. I need to keep them in the loop. Okay. Okay. And I, you, one of the things that we've been talking about here is the impact, and really we've been talking about the negative impact. So not being able to purchase those shoes mm-hmm. or not taking the trip to Sedona, instead waiting for the plumber to come. <laughs> uh, are there, I mean, well, obviously there are, but what can you, you know, what are some of the benefits? The really cool part about being a couple is you're not alone anymore. And I don't mean you're not alone anymore as in, you're not lonely. Yeah. What I mean by that is more you've got someone to share all the stuff that life's about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those really icky chores that you don't enjoy? 
now you have someone to do them with, <laughs> make them more fun. Or so, or you could trade off and have them do the icky chore, and you'll take something that they don't like doing instead. That's right, that they think is icky. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. I have one of my, my best friend's husband loves to do the dishes. I know this is unheard of. No, I – okay, cook. I – I like doing dishes too, actually. Oh, Steve, you're out of the closet. I li- I I listen to podcasts, and yeah. no, I don't listen to this podcast when I do it. But I listen to others' podcasts, and I do the dishes while I listen to podcasts. Right. Yeah. So for you, that's not an icky. No. Nope. For my girlfriend, that's an icky. But she's just <laughs> absolutely in heaven that her husband just just like you. He finds it relaxing. He enjoys it. Meanwhile, he won't cook, period, end of sentence. Won't happen. Boiling water, maybe, but that's it. <laughs> and she loves to cook. So if anything, she's delighted that he'll stay out of the kitchen, you know, kind yeah. of thing. So your, your, your point's really well made is that you, we get to trade off, if you will, either, each other's ickies. But we also get to share responsibility. I think this, for me, is, is, is just really wonderful. It's like, okay, I write a lot. You know that. Sure. And I'll get stumped, or I'll, I'll write something I'm thinking, ooh, I don't know if this is really any good. And I can take it to my guy, and I can go, honey, do you have a moment? And read him the passage or whatever. And he's so good at coming up with either, no, that makes a lot of sense, Noel, no problem, or, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> or giving me this idea that I never would have thought of, just mm. never would have thought of. So I've got someone to share that responsibility, even if I work. And that is really, really cool. So the positive parts are you've got someone to help you out with whatever, setting boundaries with your, with your family, um, you know, getting a new idea for your work, or even a new idea for, well, what can I do for my girlfriend's birthday surprise party? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. You have someone there, and that's just a joy and a blessing. Yeah. I try not to abuse the, uh, would you read this privilege? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So, I mean, how does this work on a second or third marriage? Do people find it easier to adjust being a couple if they've already done it before? Or since the last one didn't work out, do they find it more difficult? Well, you've just keyed in on something really important, Steve, which is it all depends. In other words, if they've been married before and they learned good communication skills and the marriage fell apart for whatever other reason... Yeah. then that's actually easier. But unfortunately, with a lot of people, they're, they're divorced because it, it, it was really rather awful. Mm-hmm. And they don't come to the table with good skills. And they often come to the table with a certain amount of distrust and anxiety and fear. So I think that it's, A, being very gentle with ourselves. Recognize when you're going into a second or third marriage that, you know what, I've been hurt. I've been, I've been scared, whatever, scarred, and I need to be willing to be very gentle with myself and how I approach things and gentle with my partner, maybe in explaining, okay, I haven't had a good experience with this aspect of couplehood, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need your help here. I'm going to need to share with you what was wrong, and maybe we can work it through. It takes a lot of vulnerability, really. Mm-hmm. And for guys, that can be hard. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> guys want to, you know, I mean, and, and we love them to be our, our, our knights and our heroes, but unfortunately with that comes along the guy often doesn't want to reveal that I don't know how to do this. Yeah, okay. So it, it's a large be gentle with each other and seek to understand. In other words, try to understand why your, your mate is coming at it kind of sideways and backwards rather than immediately going, oh, God, just like the last one. Uh, yeah. I could see that you know? coming up. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, yep, yep. And what what's interesting, though, I think, is by a second or third marriage, people usually are aware that maybe there might be some issues. Yeah. <laughs> and so they do tend to have a little bit more, oh, okay, <laughs> there there might be something here. Newlyweds often go into it so blissful. It's like, what, we? Problem? <laughs> <laughs> And and I would I would assume too that if you're on your second or third marriage and this is something you haven't been doing before or you know opening up to your your, your spouse that you know maybe give it a crack this time you know maybe that is what was missing in the previous it's, relationships. That's a very good point, Steve. Absolutely, yes, very good point. Uh, so um, to kind of wrap this this uh, episode up, d- does being a couple change who people are from how they were? as a single person? It certainly can, and in the best of marriages, it does. In other words... And when, you ch- and when we say change, change for the better. For the better. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, you know, if, if often in, in a good marriage, people learn lessons, and I don't mean lessons like, oy vey, how awful. <laughs> I mean good lessons in tolerance, in, in being more open to different points of view and enjoying different points of view. They often are better able to appreciate differences because when you're by yourself, you know, you only know you, yeah. so to speak, you know. And living with another person and learning that their differences can enhance your life, not restrict it. You know, like introduce you to a new music that you just wouldn't have listened to and uh, all sorts of things from, from little things to philosophical beliefs. I mean, it, it, it really is the gamut. And, you know, the thing about being a couple is that. It's really easy to be perfect if you're a hermit on a mountaintop. <laughs> it's a lot harder to be the best you can be when you mix it up with a, a, an intimate partner. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we've got someone there to call us on our stuff, not necessarily in a mean or nasty way at all. Sometimes it's you call yourself on your own stuff when you realize you've been a jerk about something or other. And I think that does, if, if we take it with that spirit of I, I do want to be the best person I can be and the best partner I can be, it expands us. Okay. And I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, a, um, there's a quote I just love that's attributed to the Buddha, uh-huh. which says, if you think you're enlightened, which is often what hermits on mountaintops think, and I'm not, <laughs> not dissing hermits on mountaintops, sure. when we're in our single state, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Devastating. That like, is a great quote. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Like by myself, you know, as a single, hey, it's a piece of cake. Of course I'm wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Put ourselves in a relationship, we find out real quick. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough to see yourself in the mirror. It is. And it's a blessing and a wonderful thing when you have a loving partner to help you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is a perfect spot to stop and wrap this up, Noelle. That you was got it. <laughs> uh, this was another great episode, so thank you very much. Thank you, Steve. Um, Everybody, you are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is also the author of nine best-selling books, including her most two most recent books, Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships, Uh, which, by the way, Noelle, um, I don't think I had actually put Dangerous Relationships in the Hitched Bookstore, so that's now in there. Uh, Oh, great. I did it the other day, and I was like, I, I, I just can't believe it wasn't in there before, so... Uh, Dangerous Relationships is in there, and uh, so check that out. And, um, you know, uh, Dr. Nelson focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love, at home, and at work as we appreciate ourselves in the world around 
us. Um, for more information, visit her website, yourmanaswonderful.com and also drnoelnelson.com. And uh, lastly, uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Noel Nelson, and you can also follow me at Hitched Media. Uh, until next time, Noel, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.